0: The Edge is copyright 2006 by Scott Wittenberg. To learn more about this and other novels by the author, please visit scottwittenberg.com. And be sure to check out The Mayday Murders, another free podcast currently available by Scott Wittenberg. Chapter 13, Part 2 In a few moments, the figure was close enough for Adam to make out its features. To his surprise, he discovered that it was a girl, an obviously beautiful girl. She was waving her arms as if trying to beckon him, and with each stride her beauty became more and more evident. She was about twenty yards away now. Adam could make out her long, dark hair and the white scarf around her neck that trailed behind. Adam stood motionless with his eyes transfixed as a strange sensation came over him. She was ten yards away now, Her figure was slender and beautifully proportioned. All she wore was a loose-fitting maroon sweater and a pair of tight blue jeans that clung perfectly to her hips and long slender legs. As Adam awaited her in immense anticipation, he could feel his heart pounding harder and harder in his chest. She was five yards away now. At this distance, Adam could see her doe-like chestnut brown eyes twinkling with life and excitement. The features of her face were striking high cheekbones, a finely sculpted nose, and full, slightly pouting lips. She slowed down and stopped just in front of him and spoke, her cheeks flushed and her breath coming in short, excited gasps. "'Hello, Adam,' she said, not taking her eyes off of him. Adam stood for a moment, totally speechless. The sound of her voice was mesmerizing and rang like a bell in the night. He stared at her, feeling himself being drawn to her like a magnet. This sensation left him totally spellbound and at a complete loss for words. As he continued staring into her eyes, they seemed to melt into an inviting pool of heaven for him to join her in. Her eyes somehow gave him the reassurance to speak. Hi, uh, Melody, I hope you don't mind a little company with a stranger. It's such a beautiful night, and I hate to skate alone, she said. Well, of course not. I mean, I don't mind, Adam stammered. Where did you come from anyway? Another planet, she chuckled. Come on, I'll race you to the other side of the lake. She grasped Adam's hand and pulled him forward. Bewildered, Adam held onto her hand and followed her lead. Instead of breaking away, she continued holding his hand as the two skated side by side toward the other end of the lake. The mere touch of her warm hand and his own left Adam in a state of euphoria in spite of the many questions he wanted answered. How do you know me? he asked. I've watched you from afar, you might say. I've never had the nerve to actually come up to you and introduce myself until tonight. Finally, I just told myself, Tonight's the night, so here I am. But where have you seen me before? Why, at your gigs when you've played with your band. I think you're a great singer, by the way, and I simply love the songs you write. Adam was totally confused now. What gigs? I don't remember ever seeing you before in my life. Melody smiled. You just haven't noticed me. "'But I've been there,' Adam thought for a moment. "'Nope,' he decided. "'He could never miss this girl's face in a crowd. "'She had to be making this whole story up. "'Something very weird, what's going on here. "'Come on, tell me where you're really from,' he demanded. "'Melody suddenly stopped and faced him. "'Her voice was both urgent and pleading as she spoke. "'Does it really make any difference where I'm from? "'Can't we just be together tonight and fulfill my fantasy?' For years, I've dreamed of this moment, and it's finally happening. But to answer your questions would mean to ruin everything. I know that you don't understand any of this, and the fact is, I'm not really sure I understand myself. But let's not waste time pondering it. Let's just let whatever happens happen, okay? As she spoke, Adam found himself becoming oddly relaxed and at ease. For some reason, the thing she just said made some kind of sense, though he didn't know why or how. From the note of urgency in her voice, he had a weird feeling that his time with her would be brief, and that he possibly would never see her again after tonight. He didn't know why this was so, but the feeling was so strong and intense that he decided best to follow his instincts. "'Okay, no more questions, but don't think it's going to be easy. Don't worry, I'm not going to give you enough time for any more questions,' she declared with a coy smile. "'Do you by any chance have anything to drink?' Melody's smile warmed to Adam's spirits even more. Sure I do. I got a six-pack on ice near the fire. Terrific, Melody bubbled, giving his hand a quick squeeze. I'm dying of thirst. Adam returned her squeeze. Well, we can't have that. Let's go. Hand in hand, the pair stated in unison toward the glowing fire at the inner end of the lake. Before long, Adam could feel a tingling sensation throughout his entire body that nearly overwhelmed him. The mysterious aura emanating from the stunning stranger made him feel elated and absolutely clueless at the same time. As they skated in silence through the dancing snowflakes, he kept looking over at her, half expecting her to vanish into thin air at any moment. He couldn't believe how ecstatic he felt right now, and as he recalled her professed fantasy of being with him, he realized how ironic that seemed. How many times had he fantasized about being with someone just like her? Adam smiled to himself. "'Whose fantasy is this, anyway?' Adam glanced over at her again. She was looking straight ahead with a sort of half-smile on her face, and he began wondering what she was thinking about behind those lovely brown eyes. Her expression revealed genuine content, but at the same time a sort of semi-confidence, as if she wasn't fully in control of herself. Adam considered this for a moment and wondered if vulnerability was what he saw in her face wasn't really sure. Whatever it was, he could sense that something was troubling her. He became aware of a tinkling sound, and he looked down at her feet. Her ice skates were in immaculate white with little silver bells attached to the laces that jingled with her every stride. He again noticed the loose-fitting sweater she was wearing, and a thought suddenly came to him. "'Aren't you cold?' She looked over at him and smiled. "'No, not at all. Don't let yourself get too far away from me, or I surely will be.' "'Well, we certainly won't let that happen,' Adam declared. "'Hey, you're a pretty good skater,' Melody said. "'I was practically born with a pair of ice skates on. "'I have an aunt who was determined to get at least one of her nephews "'into Holiday on Ice while I was growing up. "'I don't quite think I lived up to her expectations, though. "'It's just as well that you didn't. "'Otherwise the rest of the world might have lost a great musician.' "'Once again, Adam was taken aback at the praise "'she kept bestowing upon him for his music.' He didn't mind it, though. Are you referring to me? Adam replied stupidly, never being very graceful at accepting compliments. You don't see anyone else around, do you? Well, not really, Adam replied sheepishly. The light from the fire glowed eerily in the snow-covered treetops as they approached the edge of the lake. Adam led Melody over to the spot where the beer was being stored on the ice and swooped up the remainder of the six-pack. "'Ah, still cold,' he chuckled as he tucked the cans under his arm. "'Let's go over by the fire, Adam. "'It looks terribly inviting,' Melody said, pulling him in that direction. "'Great idea,' Adam replied. "'They skated over to the bank, hopped off the ice, "'and gingerly trudged through the deep snow over to the blazing fire. "'Music was still coming from the black 67 Beetle parked nearby, "'echoing mysteriously in the frozen winter night.' adam opened up two cans of beer and handed one to melody she took a sip and sat down on a log lying near the fire she tugged at adam's coat sleeve beckoning him to sit down beside her adam needed no further persuasion as he sat down and put his arm around her melody snuggled up very close to him and leaned her head on his shoulder for a few moments they sat in silence and stared out at the winter wonderland before them it was beginning to snow harder now and the tracks made by their skates on the ice were already beginning to disappear the wind was also starting to pick up and a large clump of snow fell from one of the snow shrouded trees onto the ice with a dull thud in the foreground to all of this the fire glowed brightly and cast ethereal shadows among the drifts of snow on either side and beyond Adam was utterly ecstatic as he realized the absolute beauty and perfection of the night, with Melody's warm body next to his. Isn't it beautiful, Adam? she marveled, gazing at him with eyes twinkling in the firelight. Adam returned her gaze. It's incredible. I've always loved winter, especially when it snows. There's something very special and magical about it. Melody took his hand and held it tightly on her lap. Adam gazed over and could see her clearly for the first time by the light of the fire. He realized that she was probably the most beautiful girl he had ever seen in his entire life, and that her beauty went far beyond her physical appearance. She possessed a beauty within that glowed in her very manner, and he could feel its warmth every time she spoke, or merely looked at him. There was something mystical about her wide brown eyes that overwhelmed him completely, And at that moment, as he looked into them, he felt a bond between himself and her that he couldn't conceive. It was almost as if she knew everything about him, as well as things that even he himself didn't know. It was bewildering, but at the same time reassuring. He wanted to ask Melody about herself, but he had a feeling that the magic would disappear if he dared to become too inquisitive. Suddenly, she said, I hope I haven't disturbed your solitude by coming here tonight. I know how much you treasure your privacy. Adam gazed at her in utter amazement. I'm not that crazy about being alone, and I'd be lying if I told you I'm not glad that you came along tonight. As a matter of fact, to be quite honest, I'm very glad you're here. "'I was hoping you'd say that to me. "'It's a dream come true,' she replied, "'her eyes full of unmistakable joy. "'Again, Adam was totally astounded "'by the obvious desire this incredible girl showed for him "'and the absolute honesty with which she proclaimed it. "'Her candor left him with a mixed feeling of confusion and relief, "'and he was beginning to find it very difficult to conceive "'any of the things that had happened since he first laid eyes on her. "'Everything was happening so fast, perhaps too fast. "'Surely he must be dreaming.' If he was, he knew that he never wanted to wake up. "'Isn't that the Beatles playing?' she asked, gesturing toward Adams VW. "'Yeah, it's Abbey Road. It's fantastic. They are definitely the best band this world will ever know. I could listen to side two of this album forever. The way the songs are arranged, it's almost like listening to an entire medley. A sort of story, you know. "'I can tell they're a big influence on your music. Where do you get the ideas for your songs, anyway?' They're all so catchy, Melody said. Adam balked for a moment. No one had ever flattered him this much about his music, and it was almost embarrassing. He tried to hide his disbelief as he answered. Well, I just kick a tune around until I feel like I have a good arrangement, and I'm sure that everything fits together. Then I just dream up some words and fit them into the music. That's about all there is to it. Melody was obviously amazed at this. I don't see how you do it. You surely have a gift, and you had better stick with it. You could go far some day. Yeah, I guess maybe I could if I live long enough. It really is a tough business to get into. You can do it, Adam. I'm sure of it. She said this as if she knew it. Adam was at a total loss for words as he looked out the frozen lake. As he watched the huge flakes flying silently and hypnotically to the ground, his only desire was for the night to last forever. He could feel Melody's warm body against his, and he somehow sensed that she felt the same way. Two warm bodies huddled together in the frozen night. A common bond, unyielding, though not fully understood. The wind was picking up quickly and the snow began to swirl in wild miniature tornadoes out on the ice. Their skate tracks were totally invisible now, buried under an inch of fresh white. Melody snuggled up closer to Adam and grasped his hand even tighter. He could feel her face pressed against his cheek, and he instinctively turned his head and faced her. She whispered softly, "'Adam, will you hold me? I just want to be held.' Adam held her tightly. He could feel her heart pounding hard against his chest and could smell the faint fragrance of perfume on her neck as he buried his face into her soft brown hair. Her scent was sweet and intoxicating. He felt her arms clinging tightly to him, like a kitten stuck in a tree holding on for dear life. A snowflake landed on his nose and melted. "'You feel so good,' she whispered in his ear. I wish we could stay like this forever. Adam kissed her lightly on her cheek, then on her lips. They were soft and warm against his, and as their tongues met, he felt a sensation he had never felt before in his life. It was a sensation of total euphoria mixed with a strength and assurance that seemed to seep from Melody's body into his very soul. He felt as though the entire world lay at his feet, at their feet, and together they could conquer anything. It was a dream come true." They sat in silence for several moments, holding and kissing one another as the snow fell upon them. The wind was beginning to howl through the trees, and strong gusts were fanning the crackling fire. He opened his eyes briefly to see that the snow was forming drifts along the lake's edge. Melody whispered in his ear, "'I've waited my whole life for this moment, to hold you and feel you holding me. God, Adam, you have made me so happy tonight!' She withdrew slowly and faced him, her eyes moist with tears. "'I must go now, Adam. Please just accept that and don't ask me why. "'My fantasy has been fulfilled, and I will never forget you "'and how special this night has been for the rest of my life.' "'Adam was stunned. "'His first reaction was to object and beg her to stay. "'But somehow he knew it would be utterly useless to argue with her. "'Will I ever see you again?' he asked lamely. "'Perhaps,' she replied mysteriously. "'Melody slowly arose and stared at him. Her eyes now clear and composed. Adam started to rise, but was shocked to discover that he couldn't budge an inch. Melody bent down and kissed him lightly on his lips, gazing into his eyes with a look of calm, mesmerizing tranquillity. "You needn't fret or worry, Adam. Everything will be fine. Some day, when you least suspect it, you will be with someone who loves you as much as you love her. You will become one. Your life will suddenly make sense to you. And you will be forever happy. But you must keep faith in yourself, or you will otherwise be forever lost. Do you understand me, Adam? A peculiar feeling swept over Adam as she spoke. Her voice had changed drastically, and he felt as if he had been in some kind of hypnotic trance. She almost seemed to have become an entirely different person, in a sense, and her words were spoken with a sort of detached authority. In those words, Adam sent some sort of wisdom and mystical foresight that went far beyond all comprehension. Finally, he answered her. "'I understand.' "'Very well,' she replied. Her voice changed back to normal. "'I have to go now, Adam. Goodbye." Once again, Adam tried to get up from the log but found he couldn't move. He was totally powerless as he watched Melody turn around and head out toward the lake. When she reached the ice... She turned around and took a last look at him, then began skating away into the pouring snow. Adam watched her until she became totally obscured by the driving snowstorm. Adam spent the next few minutes of his life staring out at the blank white lake, wondering if he would ever meet a girl like Melody again. Then he recalled what she had told him, and he somehow felt that he would make that acquaintance in the future that was to come. Another day, another place in time— "'It's great to be alive,' Adam called out loud to the empty winter night. But just as he spoke that last word, Adam felt an intense pain in his chest. He began gasping for air frantically, and his head started spinning as if he were going to pass out. Then his entire body became numb. His eyes clouded up as he suddenly realized that he was totally blind. He knew then and there that he was going to die.' Adam took one last God-given breath of air, then felt his body slump back into the snow. Everything went totally black.